I'm constantly asked where I find the energy to run three businesses and travel the world all while being a wife and a mom of two. And the truth is there are a lot of tools in my belt to manage my energy, but I have to be really real. One of my favorite ones is drinking Cacao Bliss. Actually, I am drinking it right now. I like doing it when I have to work because it gives me so much energy. It gives me energy without the crash like caffeine does or like coffee, which totally messes up your adrenals. And it actually taps me into my heart, which makes me feel more connected to source and to source energy. It is absolutely game changing for me. And when I discovered the superfood that cacao is, I knew I needed to bring it to the masses so everyone could experience a healthy alternative to energy drinks, supplements, coffee, whatever it is, so that you have access to a healthy, delicious, amazing chocolatey drink. And that is why I created Cacao Bliss. Now, it's not just raw cacao. It is infused with seven additional superfoods. So it's super amazing for immunity. It has this amazing chocolatey decadent taste with only less than one gram of sugar. So that is insane. So if you want to experience the healing powers of Cacao Bliss, for a limited time only, you can go to earthechofoods.com. You can grab yourself a bag, I suggest two, of <laughs> Cacao Bliss by using the code MANIFESTABLE. This is for all of you Manifestable podcast listeners. Go to earthechofoods.com and use the code at checkout, MANIFESTABLE, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Yeah, 15% off. So go to earthechofoods.com and use MANIFESTABLE at checkout and get 15% off. Now let's get back to the show. We are connected to these luminous beings and that they are like angels. They are messengers and they are here to serve and, and to work with us. And we have ability to call upon them, to request support, to serve us in our mission here on earth, whatever that is. Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Before I introduce today's guest, I'm offering my listeners a free love visualization where I give you tips on how to start attracting the love you desire into your life. You guys, I did this to attract my partner. (laughs) Truly, it is game changing. You can use it beyond the visualization of love, but let's give love a go. Whether you're in partnership and you want to enhance that partnership or you're trying to create a new partnership, this is the visualization for you. Go to, to get this, DanetteLove.com. That's simple, right? DanetteLove.com to download this visualization today. And while you're at it, go ahead and check out my Instagram and Facebook at the Danette May to stay updated with me on all the things podcast and just life in general. Okay, our guest today is Rebecca Boatman, the highly sought after love coach founder of the Brave Movement and graduate of several emotional intelligence academies. Rebecca has taught thousands of women how to overcome their fears and allow themselves to wholeheartedly open up to the love they deserve. I'm excited to bring her on because actually we're going to talk about something really different. She had an experience 
Yep. An experience with ETs or extraterrestrial. And she came to me when it first happened. I knew, and then she sent me video footage and it really impacted me. And we were talking about how this kind of stuff needs to be talked about in open versus in private. So we're going to go there (laughs) and you're going to be a part of this. And I'm super curious how you receive this information, what you take from it. So please let me know, share the episode out, tag me, tag her so we can hear from you and what you thought of this. But I can't wait to dive in. And so I'm going to bring her on right now. Let's get started. All right, you guys, I have Rebecca on and something just wild happened. We came on, we pushed play because what we're going to talk about today is about energy and about this idea outside of ourselves and what we look and think is real. And all of a sudden, tell us what happened, Rebecca. My power shuts off. My whole desktop goes black and my lights aren't working. There's just no power in my house. In the front, in this half. Just in the front half. Where we were supposed to record. And now she's on her phone. Yeah. So now I said, no one can silence us. And now we're doing this from my phone. But that was wild. It goes, like I heard the shut off. And it wasn't the Wi-Fi because the whole desktop went off. So, and my lights won't turn on or anything. Whoa. Okay. So let me ask you, because we're going to talk about something that I have never talked about openly. Like this is stuff I talk about in the private of my hot tub or like chatting with Rebecca. But have you gone on any podcasts about what we're going to talk about yet? I have. Yes, I have. And it was interesting. I got to work through a lot of my own stuff too to come out and and talk about this. And now I feel free and open. And I'm so grateful that you're ready to go dive into it. Okay, so let me, before we're going to get into this, you guys, everybody's like, what are they going to talk about? What is happening? I would love to hear just a little bit behind the story of your experience with, and do we do we want to use the word extraterrestrial or no? Yeah, ETs is, is a great word, beings. Beings, ETs. Okay, tell me a little bit because this isn't a new concept for you. This isn't going to be, this is something that you have been around or definitely been open to. So can you kind of share a little bit about your backstory when it comes to ETs? Yeah, absolutely. So at one point, I will say it was new, right? It's not, it no longer is, but at one point it was very new and foreign and and I got exposed to the conversation of it in my mid-20s and my father in his in his early 20s studied in at this place called Le Bonfant in the south of France where you study, he studied with a master from the great white brotherhood and you do a lot of purification practices so that was when he had his first et experience he was 21 years old you know completely sober and they actually i got to go visit this place which was really magical in 2019. And it's ETs isn't something that they talk about there. When I tried bringing it up, one of the women who lived, woman who lived there, she looked at me and she kind of just winked, like <laughs> silent, like, you know, it's not something that they, we're not talking about it, but we all know what you're talking about. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that's what I was so excited about. And then my father didn't share you know, didn't share about ETs with me until in my mid twenties when he went through his own awakening again, you know, his own spiritual awakening. And then he took me to this ranch where it's known to be an ET ranch and wanted to, you know, share this with me and let me have my own experience. So that was my first 
experience was through my father, my dad having a lot of, uh, you know, he has a lot of understanding around this. And so I got to learn through him once he went through his awakening again, because he shut it down for the majority of my childhood and my teenage years, all the way up until I was about 24. So I can go into sharing my first experience as well, but that's my background. Yeah. So what was your very first experience that you had with an ET or a being? Yeah. So we, he took me to this ranch in south of Washington. And when you go, there is activity, right? So you look up in the sky and the, you see these crafts. You see different... The way I, I describe them is they look like jellyfish. It, not like... They move like jellyfish. So the way that they float, right? It's very elegant. And that evening, right, I'm looking in the sky and my father's explaining things to me. And there's probably about 40 that we see. Sometimes there's one and it'll turn into two. Sometimes there's two. And sometimes there's two and it'll turn into one. And now this is my first experience. So I just remember, I'm like, okay, I'm looking at uh, up in the sky. I'm like, I see what he's talking about. And, you know, you can pull out a satellite app, make sure they're not satellites, yada, yada. And I just remember honestly feeling disconnected. I remember feeling numb. I remember feeling like, okay, I, I see that this is abnormal activity, like, but I didn't feel the heart connection. I, my, my programming, my body and what I know was just so like, what's going on and kind of shut down a little bit. Then, you know, so that was the first time I ever saw activity yet. I didn't actually experience it. Right. I didn't have my own personal connection and relationship and understanding because I was just now opening up to this world. So my dad and I get in the truck to drive back home after this trip. It's a seven hour road trip and I'm just trying to digest it all. We go back to my aunt and uncle's house and my dad is sitting there, right? So excited talking about it. And my dad's had so many experiences where it's just so normal for him, right? And then here's part of my family that's sitting there super glazed over and like, you're crazy. Like you could see it. They weren't saying it, but you could see it coming off of them. And I was sitting there thinking, okay, I know what my dad's saying is true because I saw all this activity. Yeah, I also understand what my family's saying. I mean, how they're showing up and how they're reacting, right? It feels very normal. So that night, I go back to my hotel room. I'm staying on the bay and there's a day bed with a glass window. And I write out a prayer. So I grab my journal and I wrote like, Dear God, beings, I need faith. I need faith that this is real. Like I and I just remember feeling so sincere. Like I'm like I need I need faith that this is real. Like cuz there was a part of me that wasn't feeling feeling it. And I wrote that prayer down on paper. It was really, you know, short and but very sincere and then I read it out loud. Like I verbally read it out loud. And at this point, right, we're not at the ranch, we're back in my hometown, Bellingham. And I lay down on the daybed and then I pick up after I read it out loud, I just lay down. And then probably less than two minutes later, all of a sudden my body says like, or my heart says, get up and look. And I get up and I look outside the window and vroom, there's one right outside my window. And I, I saw full body chills right outside my window. And in that moment, I put my hands on the glass and just tears started gushing down my face out of joy. And it was in that moment that it forever changed my life because I then realized I have a personal connection. I can pray. These are that they're listening to me. And it's not just these things in the sky, but we have access to communicating and to having 
these experiences and a series of things like that has happened since. But that was what was really pivotal for me that being willing to be open to that and also praying with sincerity and visibly seeing it was where everything changed. Okay. Wow. I did not know this story. You have to describe to us, what did you see and how far was it? Okay. So you're on this day bed and I can totally see this room because the hotels have these bay windows. You sit on them, you can see out. How far would you say it was from the window from where you were sitting? Oh my gosh. I'm so bad with thinking like in feet in terms of feet of length. Like I would say less than a football field away. It was definitely closer to than anything I had experienced at the ranch. It was much lower. Lower. And then what was the shape? Like what did the object look like? They're like round and and bright. So I would say round and bright. And the way that they move is if you think about a jellyfish moving through water, it's very elegant and kind of like it's floating. It's it's floating. Wow. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Your camera went out right when you were describing this. We're having some moments. (laughs) (laughs) And I will will say on that same trip after the ranch, this is so wild. I remember, I don't know why my hotel I was in actually had a DVD player and I had bought DVDs from the ranch. Who even has a DVD player now? But the DVD player wouldn't work. My MacBook Air completely shot itself. (laughs) And then I went to go pay for something at Woods Coffee that was walking distance. And the girl was like, this is really weird. Our machine's not working. This has never happened. She couldn't even swipe my credit card. And then I also went to get an elevator in a house elevator when I was visiting my friend who was house sitting. The elevator in the house wouldn't work. And she also shot herself because she thought she broke an elevator when she was house sitting. But this is all within a span of 48 hours. This is what's happening when you're talking about it. You're having an experience. Stuff happens that's not normal. We'll call it normal. Oh my gosh. You guys, you might be asking right now, Danette, why is she talking about this on the Manifestable podcast? Like what's going on here? And I sense there's this part of me, I'm like Rebecca, and I'm going to ask her this question on here because there's this part of me that's had experiences too. That's like, I don't know if like she reflected her family members just kind of going, I don't know what this person's talking about. I don't know if they're crazy. I don't know if I believe it. And that's what silences a lot of people to talk about it. And I'm also knowing that this is not silenced anymore. Like the government has come out about this. It's swept under the rug. And then I start to see movies even more coming out than have already been out in Hollywood, placing them in a negative light. And I feel very strongly that it is time to talk about it and to talk about it in the light that feels true for me and most likely Rebecca as well. And that there needs to be a place and a voice to it. It kind of tears me up. I have no idea why, but it feels like there needs to be a voice to it because there's so much misrepresentation out there around this. If you are doubling down on your health this year, like I am, then you need to make your sleep a priority. Sleep is crucial for proper brain function, deep healing, and even weight loss. Sleep is so important that it is the second most thing you can't survive without. Did you know that? With air being number one, that means that you literally would die from lack of sleep before you died from dehydration or starvation. Wild, right? So clearly we've done the studies. Sleep is very important. And sadly, most adults are not getting a quality night's sleep every night, which is leading to many ailments and issues in the body. I want you to start getting a deep and restful night's sleep. And that's why I'm going to give you my deep sleep visualization 
absolutely free. (laughs) Yeah, you heard that right. Absolutely free. I have used this method on thousands of people who have happily reported sleeping deeper, falling asleep more easily and feeling energized the next day. All you're going to do is go to DinetteSleep.com to download it so that you can listen to it while you're in bed, ready to fall asleep. And it's going to help you go right into sleep. And it goes right into your inbox, whether you do this and download it onto your phone or download it onto your computer. All you have to go is to Danette, D-A-N-E-T-T-E, sleep, S-L-E-E-P.com to download this absolutely free right to your phone or right into your inbox on your computer and then you're going to listen to it as you're falling asleep and watch the magic unfold so okay this is powerful this is we're already getting signs right now that they're they're like okay you're talking you're talking let's talk about this ranch experience but before we do because she had another ranch experience and I'll let her explain this which is the story she shared with me just most recently that I was like I gotta have you talk about this if you're open what feelings have come up about talking about it, because you briefly mentioned that, that you've been feeling emotions, that it's opened up a different part of you. Yeah, absolutely. So recently I went to, or I'd say like two months ago or so, and I also voice memoed you a bunch, I forget around which holiday, but in the moment I got asked to come on and talk about this in a more public light, I noticed all this tension. Like I noticed like almost feeling like I was going to die. I noticed tension in my chest. I noticed all these fears coming up related to, yeah, looking crazy related to when I would draw it back, it was, it was wild, but it felt like I was going to be killed. And I don't know why, and it feels so irrational when I say it out loud, but that's what I noticed my body was going through. And then I was actually at Adam Roa's, who I met through you a long time ago, his poetry night. And we got to, we had to sit there and write poetry about whatever came through our heart. And and then he partners us up and I, my poetry ended up being all about how the importance of sharing about these luminous creatures, these, these luminous light beings, and also what my human was battling and going through in being comfortable and coming forward and just sharing and and freely talking about it. So there was a lot of emotions and different things to feel and and move through and to can, you know, and to listen to my heart and to continue to trust and, and follow the thread of that versus letting myself hide or, or listen to what isn't really true in my heart. Yeah. And what is your intention now? Because I know you had to probably get really clear. What is my intention in sharing? And what is that? That we are connected to these luminous beings and that they are like angels. They are messengers and they are here to serve and, and to work with us. And we have ability to call upon them, to request support, to serve us in our mission here on earth, whatever that is. It's like hiring the heavens, I like to call it. And you can also have experiences with these ETs and it be life-changing and very heart-opening. And it feels like this dimension where these beings exist, I do feel in our lifetime, it will be a lot more normal to for us all to have experiences, it's going to be more mainstream and accepted. I think maybe by the time we have grand babies, <laughs> but yeah, people will um, be talking about it like they're eating spaghetti. Yes, like 
oh, did you see, did you, did you see Bob? Maybe, maybe his name's not Bob, but he <laughs> <laughs> the garden yesterday. <laughs> I love this. Okay, you guys are probably like, wow. And, you know, Rebecca has no ulterior motive. And this is why I really wanted to bring her on because it's not like she's selling a program on the back end of this experience. She's just sharing <laughs> this experience because it's the truth. And she did come direct, like, directly to me when she had that experience. It was I was on a plane, I believe, and I knew in my full body that it was something that was uplifting me as well. So I mean, it was powerful for me, even though I was not a witness. It was her sharing that let me see life a little differently as well. So I'm going to let you guys experience this story right now. And she's going to kind of share what happened on a whole nother level than just seeing crafts. Yes, I already have angel bumps. Okay. So this was now, this was September of last year's. So not that long ago, like what, six months ago, or if that, not even. And every year we go to this ranch with friends and family. And so this was either our fourth or fifth year going. I'm in Austin, Texas. Okay. So just painting the picture, getting ready to go on the trip. We have eight friends flying out, including my dad and then all my friends from all over. We have people coming from Sedona. We have people coming from Oregon. Everyone's excited. It's a thing. We go, we go every year and I get this email while I'm sitting in, in, I'm getting my breathwork certificate and I get this email from the ranch and they said, you guys are blacklisted from being here. And I'm like, what? First of all, it was completely thrown me off. I don't know if I told you this part, but it completely threw me off. And I'm like, I have eight friends flying from all over the world. This is crazy. And so I ended up speaking on the the phone with them and long story short, they said, you can still come, but so-and-so can't, who was a part of my party because him and the ground owners don't get along. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's not going to work because, you know, Ohana, no one gets left behind. My whole crew's coming. So I'm, I'm sitting there scrambling. I'm like, okay, I got to find Airbnb in this area. Like we're still going. There was only two Airbnbs and we needed one that was facing the mountain because that is where, you know, you also see a lot of activity. So I go and I book the Airbnb right away. I'm definitely still at this point, like my human is annoyed. My human's like, are you serious? Like we, you know, this, just all this stuff coming up. However, and it ended up being exactly how it was supposed to be. So that was a hundred percent God orchestrated. So we all arrived to the ranch and there's people who have done this trip with me before and that we have some of our friends who have never really had a, they're just kind of getting their feet wet in the world of spirituality, you know? So it was a, such a dynamic yet very warm hearted group, right? Cause you know, that's how we always roll. So warm hearted, awesome group. And the f- first night we go, well, the first night we're all sitting by the fire and it's kind of raining. So we go to bed, we all got in pretty late. And then the next night, we all head out there and it's a beautiful night. There's clear skies and my dad has... You guys all- need to understand that the, where she's looking at the mountain, there's no homes or access in the field to the mountain that they're looking at from that house. Just so you know, I've seen video footage. Yes. So <laughs> a little background of that mountain, it's... The theory is that there, this is like me going, I don't, I, this is me going way to, to the woo side of things where I, I, I can't verify 
certain things, but there's, I can verify the experiences and the beings on the land. But some, so one theory is that there's a portal basically to inner earth from that mountain, which is why that mountain is such a hotspot for ETs and for this activity. But there is a, a huge luminous light that is, it's 13 miles away that, and there's no roads up there that comes off the mountain that, uh, that goes on at certain times in the night periodically. So anyways, coming back to this evening when we all go outside and it's a clear sky and I knew it's so wild to I remember I had this like instant moment where I thought something wild is going to happen tonight. And I didn't want to say it out loud though, because you know, you don't want to like get people's hope. You don't want to just like, you know, like put, you know, but you don't want to set the expectations too high, but we knew we would see activity because we see every time we go and it's, yeah, every year you see activity. Every, most people that go to this spot see activity, right? Cause it's the spot, it's the hot spot. Yeah. Yeah. You can't not. So activity meaning these beautiful luminous beams in the sky. So this time. You mean ships, crafts. Yeah. Crafts. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Crafts. Crafts in the sky, which we all, which are our beings, but crafts. So this consciousness. So this time we, I'm laying down on a, uh, I'm laying down with my boyfriend on the ground on, and we're singing him and I, he's a way better singer. He was singing Let It Be by the Beatles. Remember the the Mother Mary? Let It Be song. Yeah. Yes, yes, he's singing it. We're just singing it because they also say the fairies and the beings love singing. So we're just <laughs> singing it, being our jolly self. And then my dad, you hear him in the video, which we sh- I need to share those videos. You hear my dad go, Becky, get over here. You're yelling. And then I walk over there and you look out into the field. Mind you, I'm not talking about the mountain now. I'm talking about our field on our ranch because we're staying on a ranch and there's trees in front of the trees. So like not like less than half a football field away. I can't even, not very far. Like you could probably take 20 big steps and be there. All of a sudden on, you start, you look on the ground, you start to see the ground glow in like five different spots. It's glowing in five different spots. And what we're seeing are these luminous beings taking shape on the ground. So it starts out in, in five different spots and then it continues and continues and then it starts to form. It's so wild. It starts to form into three 10-foot tall luminous beings that are standing less than you know 20 big steps away from us. And they're incredibly tall. And this beautiful... In person, it was more of a blue light, but we have this all in footage. And in the footage, it's more of a pink light, which is interesting that the camera picked up a little bit of a different color, but there's still a a pink hue to it. And we are all sitting there like, like everyone is having like the most wild reactions. You were freaking out. I've seen the footage, you guys. She, What she's saying, I've seen the footage. They were freaking out. I wanted to be there and be like, shh, shh, they might say something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right you hear you hear Paolo Paolo keeps going in the footage you hear him go get a flashlight get a flashlight when you shine a flashlight it just this does nothing it makes everything go away puts the flashlight away because it's dark it's dark so yeah it was in in that moment my heart was just like crying my heart was like oh my gosh like thank you for presenting yourselves and you feel you can feel the goodness. You can feel just a very 
almost like guardians, like trust. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's not, even though the boys, it's so funny. The boys, we had two boys who were camping because the house was full. We're camping on the grass and they hopped behind us and they were like, oh, I'm sleeping inside tonight. <laughs> but it, and this was also foreign and new to them, right? And we had all been up there before. And when they started to disappear at one point, I don't, we could probably, I'm not sure how, we could look at the footage to know exactly how long they were there since it's all filmed. I don't know off the top of my head. But when they did start to disappear, what was wild is I had two friends who were running late. They were staying in another Airbnb and they started walking up and then we're like, we were like, you just missed it. But in that moment, all of a sudden in the sky, a, a crack beams up super big, super big. And, and then, and then back and then changes in size and goes back down and carries on and leaves. So we were all like, oh my gosh, they're saying goodbye. So it was really fascinating to have this visual understanding of how this consciousness, these crafts can then manifest form or create, allow themselves to be present actually on the ground in this guardianship form. And when I say guardian, I mean, like think just head and then big shoulders. And then the sh when you come out to your shoulders, it drops straight, almost like wearing a cloak. Like you don't see arms or, or legs, but you do see a head and a body figure, meaning just like a cloak down. And then I was talking to my friends and one of them said, you know, I'm happy that the beings disappeared when they did, because I think so-and-so would have been oh, um, scared. And I'm like, oh, wow. I think that they, they sense that and that they know that and they want to be respectful. I think everyone who did witness and have this experience was ready and receptive and maybe they did disappear then just to honor the change in the group. Yeah, as the new people were entering in. Wow. So the question I think people are going to be asking is, because I've heard stories where I've never been shown, guys, this type of energy before. And I've heard of other similar somewhat stories, but not very many. The question is going to be, why do you think they showed themselves? Because people come here, but they don't have these stories there. They see ship, they see the crafts, they feel the energy of the crafts, the crafts move. Sometimes they respond to your requests. This is different. And why do you think that is? I can say what my heart feels, but I really don't know. You know, I really don't know. And I definitely have these different feelings in my heart about it that come through. And then I, I, I sense, but I don't, I don't know exactly why. And I don't think we have to know necessarily, right? We don't have to know why we are shown. And and I, I do want to say to someone who's like, wow, I've never been shown. Am I not special enough or am I not spiritual enough? And one thing that I think Rebecca said that I think is really important for everyone to hear is that the group that was there wasn't a group that's like into this, that they're like, oh, I believe in ETs and beings or I have this profound spiritual practice. They're just humans with heart. And if you're listening, guaranteed you're a human with a heart. And that's important, I believe. I believe that we get caught up in these stories as humans, that everything has to be, we have to be so perfect and so spiritual and enlightened to have type of these types of experiences. And I think this story kind of shares that maybe not maybe not. And maybe there's something more profound and it has to do with the heart and has to do with just the essence of a human and versus their ritual or what they claim to believe. Yes. 
Absolutely. I do feel anyone listening to this can have a an experience if it's important to them if, and then they want to have that. They'll absolutely experience it. And yeah, you don't have to be a monk in the mountains. Like, <laughs> you know, and I would love to share that ever since that experience, I started to receive or, or just get really obsessed with forgiveness and forgiveness being an intelligence, like an energy and aliveness, a consciousness that we can call upon to work with and that it's actually a very intelligent consciousness that exists that's what our planet is ready for and asking for. And I, my, I don't know if obsession is the right word, but just how that's been so strong in my life. I've felt a direct connection between that information and my experience with them. Like I feel that that was a part of their message in some way, because it was not something I usually talked about yet came through as something very powerful and like, no, this is, this is it. And, you know, my human was like, forgiveness, that's not sexy to talk about. <laughs> that's not fun or whatever, you know? But then when I was really being in my heart, it was like, wow, it's actually this very intelligent life force that people can work with to dissolve any armor, any programming or, or things around their heart to then lead with an open heart and have a powerful experiences like this as well. Whoa, Rebecca, I think this is actually the sexiest conversation we can have is around forgiveness. What I do know is the forgiveness element, and I love that you're calling it a consciousness. This forgiveness element is a fundamental energy that actually, since we're people listening to this podcast want to talk about manifesting and I want to manifest, it is a fundamental frequency to the power of creation and the power of peace and magnitude, like being a magnet of this forgiveness element. And oftentimes we look at it as like self-help work or it's, it's the nitty gritty, but it's something that gets to be also looked at as maybe a daily practice of really forgiving any triggers or anybody that's perceived as different or outside of us so that we can really get back to the truth, which is the heart. And forgiveness is the quickest way. Yes. And it feels so good. It feels so good once you let yourself enter into that space. Wow. Wow. This has been so profound. And I I, I believe you kind of answered it because I would good but have said, what do you feel like the message was that they gave you? And you said forgiveness is the forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I, th- I don't, anyone who loves Lumerians or Atlantis, you know, it's, it's sometimes it feels like that consciousness was very alive then. And it's like a, it's like something that I feel we're, we're stepping into yet. We, you know, we go first and then the world responds. So it's like, we can all access that and, and experience the, the peace and the beauty of, of forgiveness and then manifesting what's important to us. Wow. This has been so beyond you guys. If you loved this episode, I know Rebecca and I would love to hear because we both got vulnerable on here. So please tag us, share the episode. Let us know what you got from it because I think 
if we can talk about it, it just frees us all up to talk about it. So we would love to hear what came through for you during this discussion that we had together. And I appreciate you jumping on with me. And always, if you guys want Rebecca back, because we could talk about a lot of things. I just wanted to go there really quick with her about this experience. We can go there because she obviously this isn't something she sells on the back end. Like this is a story, but this woman has so much depth in what she does in the world and what she's about and what she's trying to do in humanity. And we can have those discussions too. So let me know and also just tag us so we know and share this episode out. But thank you so much, Rebecca, for being on, sending you all my love and like keep me informed if any more new juicy stuff happens. Oh, you know I will. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome. 